God be the glory. It's uh, very gratifying that uh, we're able to fulfill Dr. Falwell's original vision, which is to play at the very highest level. Guys, I want to tell you, you're representing so many people today. You are living out what people started many years ago. You are walking on their shoulders, their foundation. You make up your mind that you leave this field today with absolutely no regrets that you'll remember. That you left it all out there and you come back in here and I gave it all for Liberty University, my teammates, my coaches. We'll do it together, for we can. For we, we can. can do all things. Do all things. Through Christ Jesus. He strengthens us. Strengthens us. Each and every day. Each and every day. And may God. And may God. Play with play. We are 2-0, and and it is great to be aflame. We are headed into week three. You're listening to the Sea of Red podcast. My name is Chad Hassan. Very special episode lined up um, for episode number four here this season. Um, We have a fan engagement episode lined up where we're going to be hearing from fans all across the network here, and uh, we will be kind of getting their take on the football team, and then also uh, just why Liberty is so special to them. So really excited to hear about that. Just wanted to react to our most recent game. Um, Yeah, we have a lot to improve on, a lot to work on. Um, It wasn't pretty all the time, but it was an exhilarating game. It was fun to watch uh, back and forth, and the Flames just kept answering the bell every time FIU looked like they would go ahead. The Flames would pull off a, a really nice drive, and Malik continues to be a highlight reel. Um, but yeah, this team showed a lot of grit. Still a lot of the same concerns in the secondary. Uh, this time was less about pass coverage and more about their ability to come up and make a tackle in the run game. Um, several of Price's big runs for FIU, and we had a safety just kind of take a bad angle or not really. Um, be committed to the hit and um yeah it's tough when a a guy has that much momentum coming towards you as a defensive back and you're the last line of defense um kind of feels like to me they should grab onto the legs or something and wait for their teammates to rally around and just get stop giving up the big plays but again as we said last week there are some talented guys back there we have some true freshmen playing we have some juco's that have come in and they're just kind of getting their feet wet Um, We've put them in a spot where we expect them to perform right away, and we just know that that that's not always the case. So these guys still have plenty of games left to play for the Flames. And, um, you know, a a good friend told me it's great to correct those issues after a win and after being 2-0 than it is to come in and blame blame players and whatnot after being 0-2 or after a loss. So um, not really blaming, just kind of pointing out where I think we can improve. But um, overall, a great team win. Uh, Hugh Freeze has definitely brought a winning culture. And that's kind of spilled over into the fan base and kind of why we're excited to do this uh, special episode and talk with a lot of fans. So you'll be hearing from um, eight to ten fans and just getting their story and what they think of the team. And here's the purpose behind this. A couple weeks ago, we talked to Coach Hugh Freeze and he just pointed out the importance of fan engagement and momentum, especially on social media, the buzz, he called it. He said it, you know, if, if we have more fans on Twitter and on social media saying that they support this team and they're with this team and kind of building that up, it's great for recruiting. It's great for the momentum of the program. Um, obviously, Ian McCall feels very similar with his take on how um, fans are being engaged. That means more um, season tickets. That means more Flames Club members. So um, yeah, just kind of keep the ball rolling here. And um, our Flame, our Flames fans have stepped up in a huge way this season. It's really exciting to see that it's just not the same couple of people on Twitter. It is a, a large group of folks, and uh, we're out here trying to just cheer on our favorite team and, and uh, be engaged. So um, that's what this is all about. We're just trying to trying to engage the community and uh, have fun while we're doing it. So with that being said, um, congratulations to the Flames and all of the, us Flame fans out there who have have been um, waiting for this program to kind of break out. We're kind of on the verge here. And uh, yesterday's win 
was a giant one for program momentum. Um, we do have FCS opponent North Alabama coming to town and then Louisiana Monroe coming to town the week after that. Two very winnable games. Monroe did not look good yesterday. So the Flames have potential to go on a nice little streak here coming off the Cure Bowl. So um, we are in a spot to make some moves, and it just feels good that the fans are recognizing that and kind of jumping on board. So with that, let's jump into all of these fans' comments. I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. I uh, really love talking to all these fans and uh, kind of getting their perspective and hearing the story about why Liberty is so special to them. Liberty is such a unique place that, um, you know, it's not just an alma mater for a lot of these people. It is a place that changed their life um, forever. So um, let's hear those interviews. Go Flames. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay, we have with us Brian Johnson, um, another Flames fans here to kind of answer some questions about why Liberty is so special. Brian, kind of tell us your story and, and why you choose to root for the Flames and, uh, you know, why, why Liberty is such a special place to you. Absolutely. So um, I went to Liberty in 1983. I am a 1988 graduate. And... Um, I, I wish I could tell you I had a great story, a great reason why I went there, but I, I honestly don't. Um, I'm glad I did go. Um, met some lifelong friends there. Um, got a degree in finance that um, certainly has helped me through the years. Um, I've had a great career throughout the years, and uh, certainly my time at Liberty, I think, um, contributed to that. Um, I learned to uh, certainly work hard persevere, um, really just uh, be persistent and, and uh, go after what I, what I, was, was, what I was searching for. So uh, my time at Liberty was really good. I, uh, I have an uh, older son that graduated from Liberty in, in 2015. So uh, it was exciting for, for him to go to Liberty and kind of kind of reconnect with Liberty University uh, during his years there. And so that was exciting. Awesome. So, uh, what are your, what are some of your thoughts on the on the current football team, and and uh, have you got a chance to watch them play? And and then what do you think about um, what the product that Hugh Freeze and company has put on the field this year? Uh, so yeah, I, I have kept up with the team. I uh, when my son went to school there, I kind of reconnected with the team and uh, and and actually started attending football games. So. Um, I live in the metro Atlanta area, and uh, we would uh, come up for the football games, uh, you know, when they had home games. Really enjoyed that. Um, the past few seasons, we've continued to do that. Enjoy tailgating before the games and, uh, and getting to see good teams. I'm, I'm you know, I, I'm in SEC country. So I know who, or I knew who Hugh Freeze was well before he ever came to Liberty. And, um, you know, was quite excited for, for Liberty to get a hold of him. Um, I think he's a fantastic recruiter. Um, so well before the game is played, I think he is, he is just, I think he's proven that. He's, he's a fantastic recruiter. He's going to get great talent into the school. And then during the game, I, I just feel like going into the game, we have a shot to beat anybody uh, because I think he is so, so football smart. Uh, when I listen to his press conferences, it's like, even if we lose, that guy knows why we lost. Uh, he, he, he seems to understand where the, the problem is and uh, whether he can fix it or not. So that's, that's quite exciting. Um, this year, I'm real excited. Uh, you know, we've got a, got a quarterback that's from just down the road from where I live in Roswell, Georgia. I got to see Malik play in the Georgia State Championship. Uh, back then, I believe it was in the Georgia Dome, and uh, he lost that that state game. Just, just I think it was by a field goal, um, but he was on an incredible team with just filled with Division One players. Um, so when we got a hold of him last year, I I kind of had an idea what we were going to see, and uh, and it's turned out that way. He's just a fantastic leader. I think he's a really good quarterback. And when you got a good quarterback, you know, all kinds of things can happen. <laughs> um, so 
Um, I'll be I'll be interested to see how we stack up against a couple of the ACC schools a little bit later on this season. Um, I think the timing of playing those is really well. Um, so it should be interesting to see how we do do against those. I'm excited to do to uh, to see those games. I watch them from home. I, I'm really sad this year. I'm not able to to get up there. I, I hope I can uh, can get up for one game, maybe a couple games this year if I can. Uh, get tickets. Hopefully the governor of Virginia will allow us to, uh, to have more fans in stands and I'd love to get up there and see some games in person. So. Awesome. Great takes there, Brian. Really appreciate it. I also am a, a Liberty alum finance with a finance degree. So very cool. And uh, yeah, um, it is kind of, it's kind of wild how much, you know, I've been telling everybody this, it's kind of from the eighties and nineties is, you know, your unique experience with Liberty and the Liberty Athletics um, and, and the trajectory of that program, even since the early 2000s, it is it is unbelievable. And it's kind of unparalleled to how fast we went from just obscurity and, and all the way to, you know, being 2-0 and and, and beating two good or decent FBS teams. So uh, it's kind of, a, kind of a unique thing that's kind of tied us all to this program is just we don't even know what's next. I mean, it would not surprise me to see Liberty in the top 50 in the next 10 years. I mean, it's just kind of wild how fast it's grown. So, um, yeah, it's got kind of say, a unique perspective. I will say that I, I, I went to the bowl game last year, um, had an absolute fantastic time. I really, really hope they, they uh, make it to a bowl game again. I, I, I turned it into a long weekend, got to play some golf before the game with some friends of mine down in Orlando, and then had an absolute blast at the bowl game. Um, I really hope that that can become a trend, and uh, I would encourage other, other Flames fans from across the country to support the team and, and get out and, and go see the games. They're really fun to watch got a great product that they're putting on the field these days. So it makes it even better. All right, Brian, thank you so much for your time and uh, really appreciate it. Great stuff there. Great perspective. And uh, yeah, go flames. Thank you. Go flames. Up next we have with us, Matt Schubert, Matt, did I say your name right? You did. Thanks, Chad. Awesome. So uh, yeah, Matt, we've uh, just had a lot of fun talking to, other fans and uh, just kind of enjoying the fan engagement aspect of this and just kind of hearing everybody's stories. So we wanted to hear your story. We've uh, followed you on Twitter for a while and kind of just seen that how involved you are with Liberty Athletics. So um, yeah, we'll just ask you what we've asked everyone else. What makes Liberty so special to you and kind of why are you so involved and, and why do you choose the Flames Athletics to kind of support and follow all the time? And at Liberty, I had uh, professors that uh, they cared enough to get to know me. I remember going to uh, Jim Shoopy's house as a freshman for burgers. Uh, but it wasn't just professors. I think it was fellow students as well that encouraged me to grow in my love for God and challenged me to look for opportunities to serve other people. Um, but I think the one thing that stands out to me the most is that at Liberty, I learned to dream big. Um, I left Liberty believing that if I would put biblical principles, working hard, caring for others, acting with integrity, if I'd put those things into practice, that it would create an unfair advantage and that I could compete with anyone. And uh, when I was 29, um, I had the opportunity to leave Microsoft and become CEO of a venture-backed software company that would add hundreds of employees in the coming years. And as I look back on that experience, which was just incredible, I really credit Liberty, uh, not only with preparing me, but instilling the conviction to embrace biblical principles and to instill the confidence to walk that out. Um, by faith and believing that with God that you know, all things are possible. And, and I think that's why, in part, why I love Liberty. Yeah, kind of, uh, you know, that is really no surprise to hear you say that. I, I just be honest with you, I've heard the same theme throughout doing these interviews with other fellow fans and uh, kind of my own outlook is, you know, we all kind of got that vision and that dream kind of instilled in us when we were there that, you know, I mean, Dr. Falwell obviously would talk to us every Wednesday in convocation. And, you know, I don't know if you remember the term BHAG or any mm -hmm. of that. It was just kind of just his whole idea was to be a visionary, 
you know, and, and like you said, apply biblical principles and it gives you an unfair advantage because you have that mind that can basically, um, you know, advance to those stages where somebody else might say, oh man, you're just an eternal optimist and you're just dreaming too big. So that is incredible to hear. So what about the athletics? I mean, in general, I know when you were there that the athletics probably weren't great. So why have you stuck? What what, what kind of tied you to the athletics department, uh, not just the school, but why have you kind of suffered through those years where we kind of stunk or played in the Big South or anything like that? What what kind of drew you to that? Was it just being an alumni or was there something yeah. else? Yeah, for, for a long time, we were um, away from uh, Lynchburg. And so my connection back to the school was really through uh, through sports. And so I started, you know, following and kind of digging into that and, and so forth. And, um, you know, and, and I went from being somebody that would watch, uh, you know, I'd watch the hooky some, I would watch Liberty some, et cetera, to really becoming uh, just a, a Liberty fan and uh, not being able to get enough uh, Liberty athletics. And it's been awesome to see um, over the last you know five years in particular, just how much easier it is to be a Liberty fan, to be able to uh, follow them, whether that's on TV, whether that's through, you know, a, a sea of red and, and just the engagement there. But, uh, you know, I, I, I love that part of it. And uh, I have a, uh, I have a son that plays soccer there now. Um, I had a, a daughter that kind of joined us later in life that uh, played basketball there uh, a few years back. And so I think those things help to uh, add to it as well. Awesome. So let's talk about the football team specifically. Have you gotten a chance to watch them play? Uh, did you make it to the game on Saturday and kind of what is your outlook? I mean, who are some of your favorite players? What do you think about coach freeze, the momentum of the program? And uh, you sound like you've been following for a while. Is this kind of like the, the highest program momentum you can remember and and where do you where do you kind of where do you kind of see us finishing the season i know that was a lot of questions in one but kind of talk to us about the football team it, it is. I'm, I'm really excited about it. I, I certainly watched uh, both games so far, the Western Kentucky game, and then uh, was at the, uh, at the stadium this, this past Saturday against FIU. And um, I, I think there's just a, you know, a, a sense that, um, you know, that we can compete with anyone this year. And, um, and, and I'm really excited about that. I think for, for me, watching the Western Kentucky game in particular, the play of the offensive and defensive uh, lines was just like so encouraging. And I feel like if we can win there in the trenches, uh, we're going to, we're going to have an opportunity to be in games. And then when you add, um, you, when you had Willis uh, in there at quarterback as well, it feels like, um, you know, we, we've got someone that's explosive and uh, just difficult to contain. I would hate to be uh, game planning on the other side, um, you know, for him. And, uh, and so I think that's exciting too. And, and I see us just taking a step uh, forward um, you know, this year. And I, I think about, you know, as I listen to, uh, uh, you know, Coach uh, Freeze, and I'm, I'm sure he would, you know, deny this, but but I look back at the way he kind of talked, you know, the way he set expectations last year, and he kind of talked about, you know, not being where we needed to be in terms of depth on the roster and so forth, and it, you know, feels different this year um, as he talks about, you know, the offensive line and and where we're at, and as he talks about just the overall situation. I think we've got a quarterback now that uh, fits in uh, really well with his system. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the year ahead, and um, I'm hoping we'll uh, we'll maybe pick up our uh, an ACC win as, as, as we go forward. Okay. I know, uh, this wasn't on the script, but I got to ask you one more question. Uh, how was the environment there at Williams stadium? You were part of the thousand that was there. Was it, did you notice anything unique that, that maybe the flames club or others did to try to make your game day experience a little bit better than it might've been? And then, um, you know, what, what was the vibe there in the stadium? You know, it, it was better than, than I expected. I was certainly um, I just disappointed and a little bit uh, frustrated that uh, you know that, that there hasn't been better attention uh, from the governor to kind of kind of get to more of a, a percentage um, of fans that uh, that could attend. But you know, I felt like the people that were there were uh, they were loud, they were um, they were engaged. Um, I felt like things like the uh, you know the kind of the, the Grubhub deliver delivery and so forth uh, was, you know, what was a nice uh, touch. Certainly uh, folks from the Flames Club, uh, Mike Hagan and others were, uh, you know, kind of walking around and just kind of engaging with those uh, that were there. And so I, 
I, I felt like they did a good job, but uh, man, I, I look forward to um, getting back there when uh, when students can uh, can be there and 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 really bring uh, the atmosphere. Awesome, Matt. Well, I really appreciate it, and uh, that was uh, really fun to hear. And uh, kind of like I said, there seems to be a common theme all the way through, and and uh, yeah, it was it was great great to hear from you. And um, yeah, go Flames, and we will catch up with you next time. Yeah, thank you so much for what you guys are doing. You are uh, helping to just raise the raise the bar for Liberty Athletics, and uh, I love it. Go Flames! All right, up next we have Dennis Fields. Dennis uh, joins us to kind of talk about his Liberty fandom. Um, Dennis, if you could just tell us why is Liberty so special to you and, and kind of how you fell in love with Liberty and, and why you chose Liberty to support. And then also um, just give us your assessment on the football team this year. Absolutely. Glad to do it. Well, our, my story uh, with Liberty starts uh, back in the early seventies. Um, my parents started watching the old time gospel hour and my dad was a civil engineer at the time, but uh, he felt God was calling him to the ministry. So in 76, he came up to uh, get his, you know, uh, theological degree. And uh, in 77, January 77, he moved our whole family up. And so um, from that point on, we, you know, I went to LCA, graduated from LCA in 85, graduated from LU in uh, 88. Um, my dad later became one of the vice presidents. My mom taught uh, English at Liberty for many years. And so it, this, it's my home, you know, Liberty, um, yeah, I feel like that's family. Um, and so I've watched the program, you know, since the early seventies and have been a fan ever since. Um, I'm just, just amazed that every time I go on campus, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't cease to be amazed at how God has just, you know, just made an incredible impact there. And the facilities are incredible. Um, the, the level of play has certainly increased, um, certainly greatly since the uh, 70s. But just in the recent years, just the acceleration in, into playing, you know, all sports at the uh, highest level, and especially football. Of course, I, you know, I'm partial to football. I love football. And I just think that the program is just, uh, just set on a trajectory um, for greatness. And I, I, I'm just glad to, to watch it and be a part of it. And uh, we live in – North Carolina now, but we're not but an hour and a half from the campus, so we try to make it up for all the home games. Uh, we try to do the same thing with uh, basketball and baseball as as we can make make it to the games. But it's just Liberty's unique. It's a special place. Um, it's uh, it's near to my heart because that's where God did a lot of work in my life. You know, I was nine years nine years old when we moved to Lynchburg, and so. Um, Dr. Falwell had an incredible imp impact on my life, um, and I just I'm just thankful to be a part of it. And I know there's other Christian schools, and everybody you know other Christian schools have have folks that feel the same way, and that, and that's great. But Liberty's special to me. I'm I'm kind of partial to it, and um, you know we've been, been through the bad times, the good times, and you know tough seasons, and very few win seasons, and then a lot of win seasons, and and it's just it's just amazing to see you know the growth and just seeing some of these kids today that, um, that, you know, that get interviewed. Um, I was just, uh, just so impressed with Willis's, uh, I guess an interview testimony. Just, he, he just seems to be a, a, an incredible young man. Um, and just, there's, that's, that's true of, you know, most of the players that you, you get to listen to, you don't get to hear them all, but you know, I know they all have similar stories and, and I'm just, I'm just impressed with what the coaches are doing. Um, so glad to see uh, Coach Gill back in, in player development and, and really making an impact. Um, got to speak with him Saturday for a few minutes, and he's, he seems to be extremely excited about the possibilities of his, his new ministry. Um, and I just, I'm just glad to be a part of, of Liberty and just we, we support it and glad to see the, you know, the, the uh, dynamic change and uh, – it's just, it's just a great place, and I just I, we just love Liberty. We really appreciate, you know, all the uh, the folks that, that make it what it is, and just glad to be a part of it. Awesome. So <clears throat> I am going to throw in one additional question here. Kind of, uh, I, I know you guys were at the game yesterday. Talk to us about what the atmosphere was like. How how did they do with just a thousand fans? 
Um, could you tell like a major difference and just what some of the, uh, what were some of the, the additional things they did for fans and that experience and just talk to us a little bit about that? I'm sure parking well, was easier. <laughs> that's true. The parking and, and uh, exiting was, uh, was, was good, but that's, that's not the kind of good you want. You know, it, it, it was really, um, you know, you're, you're missing, you know, 16, 17,000, uh, fans, you know, average, um, uh, so it was it was quite a bit different, um, you know, because the, you know you you like to see those 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 stands packed, and you know there there just wasn't you know but a thousand of us or so. Um, so it, it was it was different, certainly uh, different in in that regard. We uh, the but the the we were Flames Club members and Flames Club staff just did a wonderful job as always. Um, in in hosting and just it, you know making our game day experience just wonderful and and uh, but you know you do miss the fans and and I, you know I, I really think it played a you know we didn't I don't think it gave us the the home field advantage that that you know the fans would normally um, lend to the team um, but it, it was you know it was great to great to be able to watch football in person though. awesome Dennis we really appreciate your time and uh, yeah that was uh, some good stuff there it's always it's always unique to hear some of these lifers that have basically been around since since the inception of the school, basically. And then, um, yeah, to, I mean, to witness that type of growth out of your alma mater is something that not too many people in this whole world that are college football fans get to witness. I mean, you started from Lynchburg sure. City Stadium all the way through to now hosting mm-hmm. FBS teams and, and, and just like Saturday, beating an FBS team. So that trajectory is something that, uh, that is really unique to Liberty. So we really appreciate your it story, is. Dennis, and, uh, and uh, we will catch up with you down the road. Thank you very much. All right, up next we have Mr. Mike Klein. He uh, joins us, I think, from North Carolina. Mr. Klein, I appreciate you joining us. If you could just tell us a little bit about um, Liberty and what it means to you and, and why it's special to you, why you've chosen to uh, basically support the school and, and uh, follow the athletics the way you have, just uh, kind of tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I am in North Carolina. I'm in a little town called Statesville, just north of Charlotte. Um, back in 1979, I had a friend here in town who was attending Liberty asked me to go up one weekend just for a visit. and I just had never experienced anything like the feeling that I felt there. Uh, of course, you know, I know that was the Lord. Uh, but I came home and told my mom that I'd really like to try uh, to work things out to go to school there. I actually had been out of high school for a couple of years and kind of trying to figure out what direction I wanted to go. Well, found out at that moment she had actually been praying that the Lord would work out for me and my brother both to attend school there, which we did. Uh, we were there in the early 80s, uh, back when we were playing teams like Mars Hill, Hobbit, and Lenore Ryan, you know, little schools, you know, every at that time, unless you were in Christian circles, wasn't really well known. So a lot of times I'd tell people where I was going to go to school and they had not heard of it. Uh, that's definitely not the case these days. Uh, but it, it became a family school. Uh, I attended there. My brother attended there. We both had our wives there. Uh, and now I have had two daughters. Uh, one attended there and graduated and is an employee. She uh, is an editor for curriculum development. And then I have one that is a senior there. Uh, so we've stayed very involved for many, many years. We've always tried every year to make it to uh, homecoming, even back in, in the 80s when we were there. And then back when Coach Rocco was there and things really started kind of taking off, uh, I started buying season tickets, and I've I've gone to games every year since. And in, in the South days, it was uh, close enough being here in North Carolina where the teams in the conference, most of the away games I was able to attend as well. So I've been, uh, been very much a part of Liberty football for a while, and now basketball is cranking up and getting excited. So uh, I, I imagine I'll be a Liberty fan for a while. Yeah, that is kind of uh, kind of unique to – well, not unique to Liberty, but, um, you know, I've been talking to a lot of people that have – that were around – in school around the same time as you, and the one thing that kind of stands out is just I'm not really sure there's many other 
alumni of their schools that have been able to witness such a rise of a program. I mean, like you said, uh, you said Absolutely. a few Le- Lenore Ryan and and those folks. I mean, I was in Liberty at Liberty in the early two thousands and um, two thousand four to two thousand nine, and it was even then we were playing the big South schools, but to come from where you've seen it come from the trajectory of the program, that's got to be unparalleled amongst oh. people who follow their, their alma mater and college sports in general. So can you just talk a little bit about how, how wild that is and just that experience of, you know, like you mentioned, you, you're going to games for where it's Lenore Ryan. And now we have beat two really good FBS football teams uh, and it's it's just kind of wild that meteoric rise. Oh, I tell you, Chad, I never in my wildest imagination thought I would ever sit in the stadium and watch Liberty play North Carolina or NC State or Syracuse. You know, stuff like that. When I was in school, there just was was a pipe dream. Although, you know, I was there when Dr. Fall went for the school. Experiencing that and hearing that, it's not like being here now and looking back at how it has grown. So, uh, yes, it's been a wonderful experience. And, and probably to some of my friends, I am an obnoxious Liberty fan, but I can't help it. Uh, that, because yeah, of my I agree. History, yes, because of my history and, and the pride that I get because I lived through those times, listening to what his dream for the school was. Uh, it just makes it extremely special to me. My office at work is lined with Liberty stuff. The walls have flags on them. There are pictures everywhere. So nobody ever wonders who Michael's for. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think we all have a little bit of that in us, even from all the way back in the 80s, all the way up till now. I mean, we all have a little bit, especially if you heard um, Dr. Falwell speak in Convo once a week. We all have a little bit of that dreamer inside of us. And yeah, it's meteoric and, and yet yeah, kind of doesn't really make sense. But I think we all kind of understand how we got here and, and why we got there. And and we all kind of have bigger dreams. And, and that's kind of one of the neat things about being a part of this fan base is you can say crazy things like, you know, we want to play Notre Dame and beat them in South Bend. And we none of us thinks that's too far off. And, and I don't exactly. know how, you know. And, and it's not because it's not because we're just super optimistic people. It's just because we were, like you said, we, we all, we all were a part of that vision and kind of rubbed off on us. Um, la- lastly, yeah. before I let you go here is kind of just want to get your take on uh, the current football team, um, just where they're at and, and the momentum they have. What are some of your favorite things about this team? And uh, what, what do you think the ceiling is for them? And do you think we'll make it to another bowl game? I really do. I, I've been very excited. Uh, you know, losing AGG, everybody kind of wondered what the receiving core would be like. And if we can keep them healthy, I think we've got a great group of guys. Uh, you know, two games in a row now, we've had a an extended one-hand receivers, things that we were used to seeing from AGG. And, you know, kind of wondered if that would still continue. Uh, I've been really encouraged. Um, now, yesterday, there were a few times, kind of, you know, let some big plays happen. Uh, I still think we, we've got a great team. I, I think uh, I think we're going to see more wins maybe than expected this year. You know, it helps who we have at the helm. Uh, Coach Freeze is, oh, he's just incredible. Uh, it's fun to sit and watch this team play. Uh, and I was fortunate to be uh, one of the thousand that were let in see them live and uh, it was just a special day I, I'm, I'm excited about the year awesome well you know this has been a fantastic uh exercise for myself to be able to talk to folks like you and uh and everybody kind of has the same story it's kind of unique so i'm looking forward to this episode coming out and uh you know everybody kind of hearing it it's it's kind of wild how everybody's stories are kind of similar and we all kind of have that same thread running through so um, looking forward to it. Really appreciate your time and uh, go Flames. Thank you, Chad. And I agree. Go Flames. Okay, next up we have Paul Boyce. Um, Paul, so what what is it about Liberty that's so special to you? And uh, why did you start following the program and the team and the school? 
and then uh, give us your thoughts on this current team and and where do you think we'll end up this year and how do you think the team's playing? Who's your favorite player? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me, Chad. Um, well, I was I went to college for a weekend. I was debating where to go to school, and I thought I would go to Liberty. But just seeing the, the student fans at the football game at College for a Weekend is what made me decide to go to Liberty to start with. And then just I made family, not just friends. I made family while I went to Liberty. And on top of that, just the mission of, of training champions for Christ and sending young people out to all kinds of walks of life to serve Jesus and to spread the gospel, that just really hit home. And that's, that's why I personally love Liberty. Um, wow, the, the football team, when I went in the, I was at school in the very early 2000s, and it was a really rough time for the football. But the fans stayed as active as they could. Um, we got on the opponents as much as we could. So to see from Rocco to Guild and now Freeze, just see the, the growth that the, the team has made from recruiting and just play totally is just amazing. Um, it's really, it's when you look at like the quarterback situation we have, with Malik, hopefully he's okay. He says he is. Hopefully he's okay. And but even beyond him, with Chris Ferguson and JB, just the depth at just that one position is just amazing. Awesome, Paul. It sounds like uh, we come from the same time era, which is I'm kind of finding um, as I'm doing this fan engagement podcast, kind of finding that we are all coming from that early 2000s kind of yeah. cool how young our fan base is and how we're uh, maturing and growing with this team so it's exciting to see what they can do and hopefully we uh end up three four and oh before uh before this thing's over so thank you paul very much for joining us and uh this uh we'll, we'll catch up with you next time all right up next we have with us robert and Kathy Hudson. Uh, Kathy, you go by Kathy or Catherine? Kathy. Only my mom okay. called me Catherine. Okay. So, so basically, guys, what we've been doing so far is asking fans two questions. And thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, they are a married couple. Both both uh, had a really nice setup this Saturday to watch the football game. I really like that virtual stadium you guys created. I saw a couple of other people doing it as well and um, got got some ideas in my head for this Saturday at my house, what I'm going to try to try to cook up. So, um, very cool. Just wanted to kind of get your, um, answers to two different questions. The first one is why is Liberty so special to you and kind of why do you cheer for Liberty and, um, you know, what's the connection. And then the second question is what are your thoughts on the current football team and, uh, just our season and, and kind of some predictions there. So you guys go ahead and, and whoever goes first, either Kathy or, or Robert, and then, um, yeah, would like to hear your answers. Well, I can just tell my story of why Liberty is special to me. Um, when I was in high school, I went to a Christian high school, and I had a Bible teacher who was just gung-ho Liberty. I mean, he shoved Liberty down our throats every single day. So most of us just said, that's it. We, I will never go to Liberty. Well, of course, I came to college for a weekend. It wasn't called CFA back then, but it was college for a weekend, and absolutely fell in love with the college. Came home from CFA. Um, filled out my application immediately then. I had already had been accepted to University of Michigan completely. God just turned me all the way around in a complete 360. And I uh, came to Liberty in 1981. And, you know, the way I look at Liberty is special to me because um, moving here from, from the Detroit area, the suburbs, um, my entire life now is the way it is because I came to Liberty. I didn't come here intending to be an education major, but I've been teaching for 35 years now, um, or 30, 34 years. And I, um, had it not been for Liberty, I would have never gone into the education field. Um, of course, my, my life is built here in Lynchburg because I met and married a Lynchburg boy. And we all know Lynchburg boys never leave. So I, my whole life completely changed because I came to Liberty and met Robert and, uh, dated more people my first semester than I did the rest of the four years because we've been married 38 years since graduation. And uh, so my, the Liberty is special to me because my entire life is built on it. 
um, everything, you know, career-wise, family-wise, and everything has just been um, as a result of the fact that I came to Liberty. And that just makes it super special to me. And Robert, what about you? Well, um, to start with, my grandparents and mother were both uh, part of the original 35 at Thomas Road. So I've been here all my life and seen it from day run, day one. And that's just naturally, that's the way everything I do is based on Liberty Sports and being around the school up there. Actually, on there and he told me he could get me into the program I was looking at. And about two weeks later, I heard I had a telephone call. I picked up the telephone and the professor from Old Dominion called me. He said, I was thinking about you. He said, I think uh, my daughter's getting ready to go to college. And I really was telling her about Liberty. And it was Liberty Baptist College. And he said, I was telling her she should go check that out. And he said, I was really thinking, you know, you should probably stay there in Lynchburg and go to school. I thought, now that's uh, somebody upstairs looking out for me and <laughs> answering the <laughs> prayers of where I should go to school when an old Dominion professor calls me and tells me to go to Liberty. <laughs> so, that is that made that decision real clear. That is awesome. Oh, man, it's so good to hear from, from guys who have been around since day one. And, and I was telling somebody else this earlier, you know, the trajectory of the school that you have gotten to witness is pretty much, I would bet, unparalleled especially in athletics, is unparalleled to anybody else's experience in college football. No one has come from Liberty Baptist College to hosting and beating FBS schools in such a short amount of time as you have witnessed as a fan and alumni. So that is incredible. So let me get both of your thoughts on the, fo on the football team this season. Kind of, um, you know, where do you, where do you think we're headed? And, and just kind of some predictions and thoughts about the team this year. Well, that was one of the cool things that I thought about for Robert is going from watching them in the green and gold in that very first year, you know, from, from the birth of the college, to getting to go to the Cure Bowl last year and watch them win their first bowl game. That was almost chucks me up to think of what he got to witness in that time frame. You know, we all were great. You know, we were all super excited about the Cure Bowl. But for him to experience that, I just thought that was awesome. I love cheering for the team. Um, you know, I really believe in that 12th man. I think that the crowd can make the difference, make or break um, on third downs and on, uh, you know, uh, goal line stances and things like that. I just really believe in the power of the crowd and how they can hype up and, and push the guys along. And that's what's killing me about this thousand people in the crowd, you know, is all that can be there. I'm thankful that the band was making noise. And uh, we have not, we haven't been able to go, haven't been called to get tickets first game or we've already been told the second game probably and so it's just that is just killing me I just love to cheer for the team and as far as football I don't know a whole lot about the <laughs> don't laugh at me I don't know a whole lot about the actual football game um you know they have to tell me you know offsides is that on us or on that you can't be offsides on them you know he's always telling me that you would know this by now but um, I just I think the team um I love the way that that the culture that coach has seemed to develop with them, this um, hashtag created equally, that really moved me that the boys came up with that hashtag, not because it was specifically listed as a phrase in the Bible, but they gleaned that out of the passages that they studied and, and looked at and talked about and hashed out, you know, racial relations and, and all of the things. And they came up with that hashtag created equally. I was really proud of that. You know, in a time when Liberty is, is you know, getting hit from all sides with lots of different political things and, and uh, religious things, that really stuck out to me that the boys picked up on that. And I think that's a culture that Coach is trying to um, create there. Um, you know, I just, I'm an optimist. I think they can win everything. But I'll let Robert answer more realistically about the football. Okay, that's awesome, Kathy. Uh, that's that's really cool, uh, Robert. What are your thoughts on the football team? And just uh, can we make another bowl game? And uh, what do you think about our quarterback? Well, I was talking with my son yesterday during the game, and uh, we were sitting there. I said, you know, we might lose this game at the end, but it I would take that loss ten times over rather than watching the weak teams out of the Big South. 
but we don't have to worry about losing those games because we're recruiting well enough that we're competing with everybody we're playing right now and winning the game. So that really – Coach Freeze has uh, put us on the right path to getting where we want to be quick. Uh, I'm an offensive line person when I watch Liberty play, especially the last three, four years even. I mean, now, wow, they're just – but a lot of teams struggle to move those defenses. We're pushing them. So very good, very good. Well, you guys, uh, I just wanted to say that you guys are bringing up. You guys bring a lot of joy, and uh, it's really cool your story here. We got somebody, and you can definitely just tell it comes through the microphone. One, one's from Detroit, and one's from Lynchburg, and but you both love the Flames, and and kind of center your Saturdays around watching the football team, and it's really exciting. And uh, you know, we look forward to catching up with you down the road. So thank you both for your input, and you've added a lot of value here, and hopefully other fans will uh, will feel the same. Go Flames! Thanks, Chad. All right, up next we have Steven Stadler. Did I say that right? That's correct. Okay, and um, Steven, can you just tell us what makes Liberty so special to you, and, and why do you follow Liberty the way you do, and the athletics? And uh, what is the what is it that makes that place um, kind of special to you? And then, um, yeah, do you have any family that goes to school there? And just kind of talk us through that. No, sure. Um, I'm I'm actually a recent Liberty fan. Um, didn't go to the college. Didn't have any family that went there. Um, when they joined FBS, I just I started following them. Um, the sea of red sort of hooked me in. I think that I think the biggest thing is it combines two things I love, which is like high quality athletics. And I just like the idea of like training champions for Christ. Um, the idea of using athletics also as a means to spread the gospel, volunteer and community outreach. And I just think Liberty like really makes me proud in those areas. I guess with all the craziness going on in the world, um, the team always seems to, present a unified front. Um, just, I, I also like that just at a private university, players can pray on the field, share their faith without any restrictions that you would have possibly at a public university. Um, so, and, and the other thing would be just like the commitment to the program from the stadium to the training room on the recruiting, just the video production team is excellent. Um, better than you'd see at many power five colleges. Um, just their whole social media team is really top notch. And I love that stuff. So that really attracted me to Liberty as well. Um, and I just, my interest has grown every game. Yes. That is awesome, man. I haven't um, talked to a lot of people today and haven't really heard that perspective of somebody who just didn't go to the school, but kind of, Love the mission and of the school and, and then felt like the athletics was kind of top notch. That is really cool to hear. So uh, what is your opinion of this year's football team? I mean, uh, you've been following for a little bit now. And uh, do you think Hugh Freeze has these guys going in the right direction? And, and then what do you think the ceiling is this year? We headed to another bowl game and maybe who are some of your favorite players to watch? I, um, I mean, I, I, Hugh Freeze is doing an excellent job I and mean, the program's definitely moving in the right direction. I mean, Malik Willis is such an electric playmaker. It's just a new level of excitement for the program. I mean, to be on ESPN twice has been great. Um, I think, I feel the ceiling might be a little limited by the defense just because I feel the offense is basically at an FBS level where I feel they can compete with almost any team, whereas the defense, I just don't think the depth is quite there yet. I think it might take a recruiting cycle or two, but I still feel like the team overall is moving in, in a positive direction. I mean, Darrell Johnson, I think it's the Juco defensive end, has really stood out to me in the first two games as a great player that they picked up this season. Um, I I mean, I would have said five and five at the start of the year. I mean, now I really think six and four, seven and three is a big possibility. I mean, I think a bowl game is almost a given, um, considering how the first two weeks went. So I'm, I'm just really excited. I even just got the ACC network to make sure I can see those games <laughs> if, if they end up playing on the ACC network. Awesome. Well, Stephen, it was a real pleasure talking to you today, and kind of getting your perspective. And uh, like I said, it's kind of unique 
too. Most of the fans I know, and and uh, it's kind of kind of cool. So uh, thank you very much for sharing with us, and uh, as always, go Flames. All right, up next we have Will Matthews. Um, Will, thanks for joining us, and uh, tell us why Liberty is so special to you and what are your current thoughts on the football program? Yeah, thanks, Chad. Um, man, well, I went to Liberty 2003 to 2007, so it's been a while, um, but I had never really been to many college games Uh few football games here and there and uh different schools around me growing up in North Carolina but never really had something that was uh mine you know my team um team that I felt ownership in I was a fan of other teams kind of growing up but uh you know no really family ties or anything like that it was just a hey here's a team that's on tv a lot so being at Liberty I found a team that I had a an investment in as a student and uh, one day as an alumni. So yeah, I pull for Liberty. Liberty is a special place uh, to me, to many others as well. It was a place where I um, met my wife and, you know, we were able to start a family at some point. And so Liberty is a special place for both of us uh, just for that reason, but also just because of the atmosphere, the people there, the relationships that we made over the years. And so uh, I, I love Liberty football. I love Liberty basketball, uh, Liberty baseball, anything Liberty. Uh, we'll be pulling for them. I didn't go anywhere else, and so I don't pull for anybody else. Um, the football team, uh, when I was a freshman, was not very good. <laughs> uh, I think that was the one year where we were like 1 in 10 or something crazy like that. So um, – uh, a couple of guys on my dorm went to every single football game and they were like, Hey, you should start coming to the football games with us. And so that's what I did. Uh, sophomore year when Danny Rocco came on, uh, things started to kind of change the, the culture of Liberty football started to change. Um, and then of course, some of the stadium things began to change as well over time. So, uh, it was just uh, here's watching this program grow right before your eyes into what it is today. And I think, um, man, I hope Hugh Freeze is here to stay for a long time. And because uh, I think he's got the program headed in the right direction. So just excited to see uh, what they're going to do this year. Hopefully we'll be going to another bowl game. And, uh, you know, hopefully as we record this, Malik Willis is going to be OK. But uh, he is just a pleasure to watch on the field. Just a, his decision making is really impressive. I don't. I don't know that we've ever had a quarterback quite like him. And so uh, that's just exciting to watch. Awesome, man. Sounds like you and I were at Liberty at the same time. My freshman okay. year, my freshman year was the uh, Cartree here. And then, um, yeah, so I was a sophomore when Rocco came. So hey, it sounds like go. we were there at the same time, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, go Flames. Go Flames. All right, up next we have Nick Pretty. Nick, um, how are you doing? Thanks for joining today. And uh, can you just tell us basically why Liberty is so special to you, why you why you invest so much of your time and energy following along with the athletics and the school? And, uh, yeah, what kind of made that connection for you? Yeah, Chad, thanks for, thanks for having me on. Um, I, I think this is really cool, by the way, that you guys are doing this. So it's really cool to be engaged and uh, share my experiences and stories. And um, yeah, man, so I, I appreciate it. Yeah, so Liberty is really special to me. Um, I, I started being, I started attending Liberty in 2008, uh, was my freshman year. And, you know, coming from, um, you know, basically high school, I moved around a few times. So just kind of being able to identify with the school was one was a cool thing for me. Um, just having that pride, school spirit, you know, just kind of what most people I would say get or experience, you know, when they go off to college. Um, but in addition to that, you know, really what separated Liberty from, you know, I, I, I've got several family members that went to Cedarville University, some smaller Christian schools, was really the vision and the mission um, of, of Liberty. And I never met Doc Falwell, obviously, but, you know, just 
learning about him, hearing about him and, you know, the visionary that he was, it, it became pretty apparent literally the moment I stepped on campus, even back then. Um, it's so funny to say back then, by the way, I, you know, it feels like it was yesterday and eternity at the same time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, thinking back to all of that, when you step on campus, I mean, you just, you have a ton of people who are just bought into the vision and the mission of Liberty. Um, you know, training champions for Christ, you know, thinking of Doc Falwell, the things that he used to say, that's even stuck with me to this day, um, is, you know, have a BHAG, you know, your, your big, hairy, audacious goal. And just being a part of a culture and an environment that, you know, cultivated you know, personal, spiritual, academic, social, um, you know, growth, I, I think is, in my opinion, you know, based on other schools that I've seen, it is really, truly special. Um, and, and there's unlike, you know, there, there aren't any other schools in the country that provide that, you know, level of depth, um, you know, that Liberty cultivates. And then really the people, I mean, the people, when you walk on campus, it's, it's truly unbelievable how amazing, you know, the people are, I mean, you can know somebody for five minutes and you feel like they're your best friend. I got a tour, um, before I showed up, you know, for the fall semester, my freshman year in the uh, springtime and Bob Good, who, you know, obviously Bob did a lot of you know, great things for the Flames Club. Um, you know, he was actually the first uh, person that I met uh, on campus and he, you know, toured my dad and me through and walked us around and just made us feel like we had known him for the longest time. And I thought that was pretty unique. And then just, you know, obviously coming onto campus and growing and learning from there. It's it just, it's a special place, man. It just really is. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I want to let everybody know that I have did not prep Nick for any of this, but you know, the answer that I heard throughout this entire thing, pretty much, I would say uh, 100% people basically identified with that vision and that dream. And we all kind of have a little bit of that in us. And it's just like, you know, it's, it's from an outsider's perspective, it might be that we're just a bunch of optimists who just have these crazy dreams out there. But I really think that was instilled in us and, and kind of why we all, uh, especially with the football program and the way things are going, it's just like we can, we can honestly see a day where liberty, in our lifetime where Liberty is competing at the very top of the AP polls. And, and you know, it's crazy for some people to say because, you know, they, but to be, have been there, to have heard the BHAG speech several times, to have been around other like-minded people, it definitely instills that in all of us. And, and, and um, yeah, I've heard that common thread throughout this whole thing. So one other thing I want to get your opinion on is the current football program. And I know you've been following along and, um, but what are your thoughts? What's the ceiling for this team? Uh, what, what's the momentum freeze has brought? And then uh, maybe who are some of your favorite players to watch and just what do you think the outlook for the season is and maybe who are, who are some of the uh, key players or just any takeaways for this current football team? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the first part ties into where we're at with the football team currently and in the future, right? Like the, the way Liberty was set up, very vision oriented, right? And, and, you know, lots of prayer and things, but the, the vision became the expectation. And I think that's why as fans, you know, when I stepped on campus, Rashad Jennings was a redshirt senior and just absolutely, no pun intended, set the place on fire, right? Like he, he was amazing. And so when you look at, you know, here's the vision for what the athletics program is going to be from the foundation before there was even a football stadium built. And then you watch, okay, all of the vision, the BHAGs, the prayer, the vision becoming the expectation of how we're going to get there. It, it's like, we're excited that we're 2-0 and against two really, I mean, in my opinion, I think FIU uh, if they can get their penalties, you know, together and, and kind of rein in that component of their team, um, I, I think they they could be one of the, I mean, I think they're the best F or, or the best uh, G5 team that will play this year, in my opinion, um, just the amount of talent in athletes. So, I mean, you've got two strong wins under your belt. Um, you know, the expectation 
is not for us to be a G level team. And I think that's why so many fans just feel like, you know, it's exciting, but we're not satisfied because we know what the vision is. We know we can be almost kind of expect to be, you know, a power five team. And it's like, okay, let's just get there. Let's just get there. Let's just be a power five team. But just understanding that, you know, we're, we're building blocks to get to that point. So that's what really excites me about, you know, watching what Liberty's done during the FBS transition to where they're at right now. You know, Hugh Freeze, obviously, um, you, you can have more talented teams that we have played, are playing this season, will play next season, and we're going to win because we've got a coaching staff that's going to put our guys in a position to win, and we're, we're going to come away with Ws that we, we, you know, arguably on paper should lose. You know, I think Hugh Freeze actually kind of alluded to that against FIU. They had a more talented team, maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit faster. But, you know, truthfully, we we, we should have won by probably two or three touchdowns. Um, so what really excites me about this team is the coaching staff, first and foremost. You've got a lot of players that believe in the coaching staff. you got a coaching staff that is set up for tremendous success from the administration the facilities, the support, the backing. You've got other Commonwealth, uh, you know, schools and universities that I won't name that are not playing football <laughs> this fall. Uh, and that's just not, that's just not the case for us, right? Like we, we, from the very beginning, Doc Falwell was like, this is where we want the football program to be. And this is where we're going to be. So that's the expectation. And that's where we're like, Hey, you know what? Full steam ahead. We're going forward. And um, so the coaching staff, the players that, uh, you know, Hugh Freeze has recruited, yeah, they're talented, but just based from my observation from afar, you just got really quality character guys, um, who are coachable, moldable, you know, humble, but exciting all at the same time. Um, so, I mean, obviously Mal Malik Willis is, you know, going to be a fan favorite, um, obviously, uh, you know, the elbow scare at the end of FIU. So I hope I, everything's good there. I saw his tweet saying he's okay, which is great. Um, but you know, it, it, as this program continues to grow and under this coaching staff, you're going to have the level and caliber of players like Malik Willis. I mean, they're going to be household names. Um, so he's exciting to watch. Um, I'm really intrigued by, you know, CJ Yarborough and hoping that he continues to develop and can get healthy. Um, to have a breakout season um, and, you know, just kind of watching as this parlays into the future. I, I'm looking at our schedule, Chad, and, and at 2-0, and o, you know, not to look ahead, but we're fans, so we do. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you got FCS, that, that's going to be, that should be a win. Uh, I think our two toughest G5 games are behind us. So you're looking at your other G5 opponents outside of Coastal Carolina. I don't think there's really anybody that we should lose to. So as long as we don't have a trip up game and then it really just comes down to, you know, how many of ACC teams can we knock off? And, you know, Syracuse haven't really impressed me. NC state, I think is still to be determined, you know, Virginia Tech's obviously going to be a tough team this year, but I mean, I could easily see us going seven and three, maybe pulling off an upset, you know, eight and two um, for this season. And, and, and that's just, you know, building into the future is you have success under coaching staff, you got the facilities that we've got, you've got momentum, you got the dedication to playing football, that's going to be, you know, continuing to propel us moving forward. So as far as bowls for this year, uh, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, so I would love to see us in the, uh, the mayonnaise bowl, I think is what the belt bowl has been renamed to, uh, which is pretty embarrassing if you ask me. I hate mayonnaise, but uh, it'd be cool to have us in the mayonnaise bowl uh, here in Charlotte. Um, you know, any, any other, you know, good ESPN is close to Christmas or after Christmas bowl game is I think the goal for right now. Um, and, and then, you know, moving forward, uh, I, I think we're maybe, uh, I, I don't want to say a year away, but maybe two years away from competing for a new year six bowl. Um, you know, being a part of that tier is not out of the equation. I, I think the thing that can you know, kind of makes me anxious as it does for any, you know, G5, quote unquote, G5 level school is going to be, can you hang on to your coaching staff? And in the back of your mind, it's like you have all this success and you just hope and pray that, you know, <laughs> you don't lose what you've got and it can continue to build. So 
that's kind of where I'm at with it, Chad. I'm super excited. I'm super pumped, man. And uh, the young core, the transfers, the the development, and uh, it, it's just the schedule. I think is so exciting to be a part of and, and to watch it come together. Mickey Gritty and uh, and Ian obviously have done an unbelievable job, uh, not just to pull teams together, but to make it exciting for the fans. Um, you know, you got Vitek Army coming to town in the near future, stuff like that, man. It just it just create. I mean, I remember as a student. I was there during the Thanksgiving break game against Elon and there might've been, a, I don't know, a couple thousand people in the stands and it felt like it was the loudest thing ever. And, you know, we were so pumped for a top 25 matchup at home and that was FCS, right? And you transition to where we're at now. It's like, can you imagine a top 25 matchup, you know, with Liberty breaking the top 25 uh, with students back and COVID behind us? <laughs> I mean, the place would be absolutely, you know, crazy. Um, so it's just an exciting time and, and I'm really looking forward to, you know, being a part of it and, and being able to go back to games and getting all this craziness behind us with COVID and whatnot. But it's uh, it, there's really never been a better time to be a part of the Liberty program. That's for sure. Yeah, man, you, you hit on a lot there and a lot of uh, very same feelings that we all have. And uh, I think one of the good points you made was we're winning seven or eight games this year. That'd be huge. So I really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot for uh, joining. And uh, sounds like uh, sounds like as soon as we release release the uh, COVID restrictions, sounds like you'll be up in Lynchburg, and uh, we'll have to catch up. But uh, also, if we make it down to Charlotte, you and I will uh, meet up down at the mayonnaise bowl. It sounds like. So, appreciate <laughs> your great. time, Nick.